0: Hello, everyone. This is your video and podcast director, Marina McTee Today, we have a podcast for you from reporter Abby Mangum, who talked with cross-country athlete Peter Frank about his experience being in an accident and recovering last summer. I hope you enjoy this episode of Westminster Stories.
1: I had no idea what happened. Honestly, totally thought it was a dream. Woke up, like, in the CT scan, just wondering where I was, how I got there.
0: Hi, um, welcome to the Forum podcast. I am Abby Mangum and I'm here with Peter Frank today. Um, Peter is a runner on the cross country team, um, and you're a third year or second year?
1: I'm a, I'm a junior. I'm a third year, I guess. Third year.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, and he is here with us today because he has an awesome story to share. Um, pretty amazing, honestly and we're gonna talk about it today how you doing peter
1: pretty good how are you abby
0: i'm great thanks for meeting with me today so first before we get into your story how did i just want to ask how you got into running and kind of what do you love about running
1: all right so it's actually a pretty weird kind of situation that brought me into running um i never ran in high school i actually played football and did soccer in high school and then coming out of my senior year was kind of just didn't really want to play football anymore had hurt my knees my sophomore and junior year and just wasn't looking super good so didn't do anything my senior year of high school and then um, that summer ended up getting into biking and my family was pretty big into biking and running so I started to pick that up and my brother told me he's like I don't think you could ever run a race so i was like of course i could like that's ridiculous (laughs) just you know being being stuck up and wanting to prove him wrong so i entered our local trail race and ended up doing pretty well and getting like seventh place and kind of thinking okay like maybe this running thing this could work um so then just started to run a little bit through the summer and really started to love trail running and just being out there in the mountains i'm from montana so it's super beautiful and just open and then coming to salt lake and coming to westminster i had a friend who is from the same town as me who is on the the track and cross country team and she kind of knew that i was running a little bit and she kind of told the coach like there's this kid who runs a little bit and he started seeing me running and he said hey like you know quinn our coach like do you want to want to try to walk on next year. So I took the opportunity and trained over the summer, got a little bit more serious with the running, and uh, my sophomore year, end up walking on and then kind of getting on the team.
0: That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, I have a teammate on the basketball team named Sadie, and she was telling me, obviously you know Sadie, and she was telling me that, you would get up really early every morning and run on the treadmill, and that's kind of how they saw you. Is that right?
1: Yeah, pretty much, so during the winter, like I didn't have anybody to run outside with, and this was my freshman year, and I was like, didn't really know where to go anywhere in Salt Lake, so okay, like, if I'm gonna run, I'm just gonna go run on the treadmill, and I had an 8 a.m. class, so I was there before the team like running, and I guess that, that showed something. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's awesome. They they obviously were impressed by what they saw, so that's really cool. Anyway, so you were back in Montana this summer, and can you just tell me a little bit about what happened while you were back in Montana?
1: Yeah, so like all of us, you know, COVID kind of shut down everybody's plans, and we all had to go home, but um, around June, the end of June, I was running on a road in Montana, kind of like a back road, and there's like a little intersection and I was crossing the intersection and a truck didn't see me crossing and came and hit me, uh, to put it in, I guess, simplest terms. Um, and I ended up going unconscious, flying over the windshield and skidding for a while. Um, I think it took, the paramedics showed up, I think it took like 14 minutes or something, and then they found me and i ended up gaining consciousness i think uh 45 or 50 minutes later in the ct room like the ct scan i had no idea what happened honestly totally thought it was a dream <gasps> woke up like in the ct scan just wondering where i was how i got there wow. what what it, you know what it happened but is definitely not a fun experience ended up Breaking my pelvis, some ribs, and getting a pretty gnarly concussion, as well as scars and road rash all over my body.
0: Dang. How fast was the truck going when I hit you?
1: Uh, The speed limit, I have no idea how fast the truck was going, but the speed limit on the road is like 45. So, honestly, like, lucky to be alive with how well it ended to get hit that fast yeah. by a truck.
0: Yeah. Did you have to have surgery?
1: Um, so luckily like where my pelvis shattered like cracked is the iliac crest and it's non weight-bearing so I didn't have to have surgery as long as it stayed put so there was about two months but the first month was like pretty much bed rest like couldn't move couldn't do anything so that my pelvis stabilized and then another month about no walking and pretty much being on the couch for my entire summer
0: Wow that's great. So how long did it take for you to start walking again?
1: Um, about two months. Two months. And then, yeah.
0: Were you in a cast or?
1: Um, Not really. Just like some supportive stuff and then just sitting down all the time. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what was the recovery process like? Like what were some of the exercises they had you do or kind of what was like the stages of recovery for you?
1: Um, I think The first stage was pretty much like those first two weeks of just like, Letty, trying to let the body heal and not do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I spent a couple nights in the hospital and then getting home pretty much just on bed, like bed rest, and making sure that nothing in my pelvis, you know, moved so that everything was stable and the bones could begin to heal. Mm-hmm. And then it started with some very light, like, um... Just some like hip lifts and some leg lifts, but nothing pretty much for the first month. It was pretty much just don't try not to move, which after, you know, running 80, 90 miles a week to go to sitting down and not moving is it's mentally a little bit difficult. Yeah,
0: I bet that was torture, <laughs> honestly.
1: Especially, you know, I mean, luckily it was COVID, so nothing was going on like usual during the summer. But yeah. I definitely, definitely was hard to, you know. Be be in the warm, the Montana sunshine, and not be able to do anything.
0: Yeah, that does stink. Um, did you ever think that you would see yourself running again after this, or you know, what were kind of some of those mental struggles you had while you were recovering?
1: Um, I mean, I think like luckily for me that I had such a strong support network. Like the people on my team really reached out and were there for me the entire way. Um, Big shout out to Hannah Painter, Hannah Kate, uh, Hannah Ruff, here, and Katie. They all, uh, they all DM'd a lot of people on Instagram. They end up reaching out to me a bunch of pro runners and stuff to kind of offer me words of encouragement and support, oh, cool. and that really helped me a lot. Like yeah. just hearing them and hearing some of their struggles with injury, um, obviously all different, but just kind of giving you motivation to keep going. I think staying positive and having a really good mental attitude. Is something that you have to have. Sure. Um, it's really easy to get down yourself when you know you're stuck in bed. It, there's a lot of days you feel like you don't want to wake up, and that it's kind of pointless. But having those words and having people reach out to you really helps you keep, really help keep me going. Um, but yeah, there's definitely definitely some mental struggles of just waking up and not being able to do anything and being so frustrated, mm-hmm. as well as thinking, if I'll ever run again, um, you know, but I always stayed positive. I think one thing, you know, just always staying positive really helped me through it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So would you say what would you say is your biggest takeaway from all of this?
1: Um, I think you have to trust the process, and I know that's cliche and everybody says that, mm-hmm. but... If you're not willing to put a hundred percent effort into every little thing you do, then it's never gonna work. Right? It's like just focusing on the next right thing, um, whether that's getting out of bed and brushing your teeth because that's all you can do, mm-hmm. or doing your PT exercises, or you know, moving to crutches, then moving to like walking, taking steps, and just really being thankful for everything you had. I think that was huge for me. Like. You know, I was told constantly like, This is a miracle, you know, you could have died, like my parents were like we were so afraid you were gonna die and then just to get you know, from waking up every morning you have to take that as a blessing and realize that that you know, you can't take that for granted. It all could be gone so fast. So I think that is something that was a big takeaway for me. So every time I gotta do something or, you know, be able to walk, be able to bike, um, Mm -hmm. then start to run really slow and then like kind of get back into it and then go into the season and every workout it was just, you know, I'm so happy to be here that I wasn't, you know, I, that was what motivated me because I almost didn't have that.
0: Yeah. Seriously. I, I would imagine something like that just puts everything into perspective. So that's pretty cool. Um, to finish off this podcast, I just want to read Peter's bio on his Instagram. It says, "Trying to outrun my problems and avoid trucks." <laughs> Is that your life motto? <laughs> uh,
1: I think now, yeah, just kind of uh, hoping that every time I'm running, I always have to look out for those red, those red trucks. They scare, <laughs> they scare me still. I still, uh, every time I cross the road, I have to look like both ways multiple times,
0: but. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Peter. Um, And that's all we have for today. So thanks. Thank you, Abby. It's great to talk to you. You too. Thanks for listening to The Forum Podcast today. I'm Abby Mangum, signing off.